Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we greet you on a Friday. Final show of the week for the Bruce Hooley Show, and I'm in an upbeat mood today because I hung out with a lot of people that I really enjoyed spending time with last night. Thank you very much to the Top of Ohio Patriots in Bell Fountain, Ohio, near my hometown of West Liberty, Ohio. Got to see some uh, people that I've known for a long, long time and people I met for the first time, and I was speaking to them with uh, our guest today at noon, Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. And Jack and I shared uh, the front of the room. We didn't have a stage, but we shared the front of the room. And it was it was phenomenal. Uh, these kinds of things, whether it's Top of Ohio Patriots, whether it's the uh, Pickaway County Republican Women's Club, they invigorate me because I realize that there are a lot of people out there who are lovers of this country, true patriots, but are depressed, beaten up, and not losing hope, but very concerned about the future because they would like to turn over to their children and grandchildren the same country they grew up in, a country where principles that were enduring for the first at least 200 years of our existence, I would say about 225 years, are, in their minds, in very real peril. And we see it playing out in any number of ways. Um, Crazy appointments to the Biden administration, key administrative and cabinet and government positions of people who are (laughs) twisted. And that's, you know, doesn't even say anything about their incompetence of people like Pete Buttigieg, who's also twisted, but also incompetent. Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas on the border, Miguel Cardonas with education. I mean, I'm stuck, John Kerry, on the climate. I'm stuck for one single appointee. The vice president is inept. I'm stuck for one single appointee in the Biden administration that is good at what they do. His press secretary's lousy. And what she does, she got her job because she's black and gay. Kamala Harris got her job because she's black and a woman. If, in fact, uh, she would acknowledge that she's a woman now. I know what is a woman. Who knows what a woman is? No, I know what a woman is. I was thinking the other day about the Matt Walsh documentary, and this was a big topic last night with the top of Ohio Patriots, the whole transgender nonsense. By the way, let me welcome our producer to the show today. Uh, Alan Rogers produces the show every Friday, so you'll hear Alan's voice throughout the show rather than Pam's voice. Hello. Hello, Alan. They were very... Uh, attuned to and concerned about 
the transgender ideology being foisted upon uh, their children and grandchildren last night. And let me just say, I buried the lead. I will talk with Jack Windsor about this when he joins us at 12.05. There is hope for our country because last night, the highlight of the night was nothing Jack or I said. The highlight of the night was the very first comment to the group by a young man named Isaac. I won't give his last name because I don't want to embarrass him or I don't want to bring down the wrath of wokesters on him and his family. He's a junior high student at a local Christian school. And he recited a poem that he wrote in the beginning stages of COVID when the country was being locked down. So he was not in junior high when he wrote this. He was in elementary school when he wrote this. And it was amazing. It was amazing in quality. It was amazing in boldness. It was amazing in a knowledge of our country's foundational values. It was amazing in delivery. It was amazing in a bunch of different ways. And it was most amazing in that here's a very young man who was super respectful of everyone there, extremely clear-eyed and confident in the way that he conducted himself. And when I see things like that, I'm like, okay, we got to keep fighting because those types of young people are who we're doing this for, and they are more than equipped to carry the baton from us when we finally hand it to them. I was having this conversation with my wife last night talking about the as the Bible says, the uh, ever-increasing wickedness out there in our schools. And she voiced, which is unusual for her because she's a super optimistic person, she voiced a bit of a pessimistic outlook because, well, they've got control of every institution, media, academia, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, but now since COVID, we're awake, and we've been awake for about two years becoming increasingly more awake, more alarmed, more informed, more bold in our response. And we're starting to grow our own. You know, we are starting to grow our own people who will graduate from high school, go to college, and when they hear something insane, nonsensical, twisted, perverted, demented from a professor, I think we'll have the courage to stand up and go, no. I don't agree. And that's really all I try to do when I go out and speak is to embolden people to just not participate silently in the tidal wave of wrong think or flat out untruths that are mentioned. It's just to say to people, if you're in a room and they start talking about, you know, um, transgenderism, people are born that way. and blah, blah, blah. No. Just Your no. silence is... Your approval. Just say no. You have to say no. You have to stand up and go, no, I don't agree with that. And and then you don't have to give a big, long dissertation. You know what you do? You ask questions. You ask questions and get them to articulate their position and prove their position because you know what? They can't. They can't do it. They cannot prove it because there is no truth in any of their positions. So the challenge for me is finding prep materials that don't come from the enemy. Because here locally, if you're trying to do some local news, and I try to do some local news, whether it's Dayton or Columbus, every single day, because I know we have listeners on 94.5 and 98.9, and they're very, they they got plenty of places where they can go and hear about Joe Biden. Um, But 
the local stuff is hard to find, and everything filtered through the local news prism is just utter leftist garbage. And Dispatch has an editorial out today railing against the proposed amendment to the state constitution, which would require 60% to amend the state constitution. I think they're against that because they're in a distinct minority now in the state of Ohio, and they realize how hard it is to just get to a simple majority, and getting to 60% is a completely uh, outrageous pipe dream for them. And they can't bear the thought that Ohio strengthened its already supermajorities in the House and Senate during the last midterm election. But that's, I think, indicative of the fact that we are ever increasingly growing toward a country where you're going to be able to pick what kind of state you want to live in, what kind of locality you want to live in. But I'm not sure you're going to be able to know that in every area of the country, the things that you hold dear and that you elevate as foundational pillars of our existence, some of those things aren't going to exist some places. California, New York, they're as hopelessly lost in the other direction as Ohio is in the conservative direction, as Florida appears to be right now in the conservative direction. And you're going to be finding very, very soon, I think, as the overturn of Roe versus Wade shakes out, you're going to have some states that it's abortion unrestricted, and you're going to have some other states, and I hope Ohio is one of them, where it's almost impossible to get an abortion. So you would think that in the United States of America, we would be united on things like meritocracy, work hard, succeed, all those things. No, no. They're, they're debating right now in California giving reparations to African Americans to come from the California taxpayer. I don't spend a whole lot of time going over the books of the state of California, but my impression was that the state of California is not in a good position economically. Where's that money going to come from? Well, it's going to come from somebody who has it and be given to someone who may not have it or may not even need it, but they're going to get it because whatever. They happen to be born with a higher melanin content in their skin. So all of it can be very, very, very discouraging. I get all that. But we're going to try to do it's many junctures of the show today, uplifting conversation about who we are, where we're headed, and the fact that in some respects the tide is turning. Elon Musk last night turned the tide on liberal journalists, suspending them from Twitter. And boy, are they mad. Now, it's interesting. They weren't mad. When the New York Post got suspended, that was misinformation, disinformation, dangerous extremist, had to be stopped. Now, oh, watch out, that finger pointing right back at you. It's not so much fun. And we're going to talk with uh, Jason Beardsley of um, No, I forget the, uh, Know Our Past, Defend Liberty. Jason Beardsley, a multiple military honoree, served in several different branches. Because today, today is the anniversary of where this whole unique thing called America began. The anniversary, the 249th of the Boston Tea Party. We got a channel, the Boston Tea Party Attitude. Uh, Speaking of uh, things on sale, I think that uh, blatant lies were on sale at the White House yesterday. They were doling them out from the podium in the press room. 
at uh, three or four for a dollar. Here is the uh, COVID doctor, Dr. Ja, uh, encouraging everyone to get the newest, latest, and greatest COVID vaccines. No idea why Dr. Ja is not talking. Let's try Dr. Ja again. Um, but so far, nationally, in our analysis of the data, uh, death numbers are just beginning to rise. We obviously want to make sure that does not go any further. We know we can prevent nearly every death from COVID if people get their updated vaccines and people get treated. So um, we continue to, to press that message. We can prevent nearly every death from COVID, the man said. If you just get the new vaccine, just get it. Alan, just rush right out and get your vaccine. I'm on Dr. My way. Jha says. You're on your own. Producing. Yeah, I'm on my own. Uh, we can, let me hear that again. I think I heard him, right? Um, but so far, nationally, in our analysis of the data, uh, death numbers are just beginning to rise. We obviously want to make sure that does not go any further. Mm. We know we can prevent nearly every death from COVID if people get their updated vaccines and people get treated. So um, we continue to, to press that message. Is that the voice of God? It sounds like a God complex to me. <laughs> We can prevent almost everyone. No, we know. We know (laughs) we can prevent nearly every death. Yes. Okay, so that's uh, that's one lie. But I I promised you three for a dollar. So here's uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the press secretary. The border is a hot topic because, of course, we have uh, thousands, thousands, thousands of migrants teaming at the border. And my computer is not going to cooperate with me and allow me to play anything. Spinning, spinning. I got the spinning wheel right now. So uh, until the spinning wheel ceases and allows me to click on, maybe the spinning wheel is tired of hearing Corinne Jean-Pierre audio. I can't imagine. Maybe that's just it. Can't imagine. um, Not really audio, recitation. Everything from Corinne Jean-Pierre is a recitation because it's being read out of a book that somebody wrote for. Yeah, my computer's locked She's got the hatchet. But I will tell you that the border is, uh, at least for the moment, not as subject to invasion by Illegal aliens. Yes, I will say the politically incorrect term. They are illegal aliens. They are breaking the law, coming into our country without being citizens, because a federal judge yesterday blocked the Biden administration from ending Title 42. Now, uh, this is a Trump appointee on the uh, Texas U.S. District Court. Um, And with Trump, what he did with Title 42 was stop people from coming in. Because, hey, we're in the middle of a health crisis and we're not sure if you have COVID or anything like that. So we're going to use the health crisis to keep you away. Now, the Biden administration thinks this is, of course, racist and horrible, terrible, awful, very bad thing because uh, it's dangerous in Mexico. This is very dangerous. If you if you send them back to Mexico, then they're going to be. (laughs) I can't even articulate their policy without laughing. It's dangerous in Mexico. I'm going to try again. It's dangerous in Mexico. So you have to come across into our country. No, this would not be the time for you to raise the inner city crime rate about how dangerous it is here. Just sit quietly. If it's dangerous in Mexico, wouldn't it be dangerous to have policies that entice people to come from Guatemala, Honduras, other countries through Mexico to get is there a way is there a way I'm unaware of to get across the southern border of the United States without going through Mexico? Wouldn't you be able to preclude this problem of people having to go back to Mexico if you had policies that did not encourage them to come to Mexico to get into the country? Am I being 
Is that a difficult logic to follow? I don't think so. I think okay. unless they're strong swimmers. Well, maybe. I don't know. But that's uh, where we are with the Remain in Mexico policy. Uh, it was a centerpiece of Trump's border enforcement, of course. Uh, but the Biden administration is pretty much sticking to its guns of, if Trump did it, it must be undone. If Trump did it, it must be undone. And that's fine if you win an election, you should be able to implement your own kind of policies. But I would think the goal would be to implement policies that would work. Now, don't we have a vast array of more invaders? There again, I used a very politically incorrect term. Illegal alien is a loving term compared to invaders, but they are invaders because they're invading our country. I agree you're allowed to try your own policies. I just would assume that we'd both be on the same page with wanting policies that work. And if we have, what's the number? What's the latest number? Five million? Five million aliens have come into our country in the two years that Biden has been in office and hundreds of thousands of gotaways. Um, my grading system is that's not a policy that's working. And they talk a lot about wanting to work together with Republicans and they are trying to fix it. They claim they're doing the work. If I could play Corinne Jean-Pierre, she would say, we're doing the work. President Biden's been working on this unceasingly since he came into office. Yeah, but it's not, it's not working. You can do the work, but is your work working? See, you're using old math. Uh, I you're, guess. You're old skills. You're old school. Come on, Bruce. Yeah, I, something's got to give. But um, anyway, the computer doesn't want to hear from Corinne Jean-Pierre. And honestly, I, there are the days I don't want to hear from her either. But I'm looking forward to hearing from uh, Jason Beardsley. Uh, let me tell you a little bit more about Jason. He has been a guest on this show from time to time. He is, we're going to chat about USA to Ukraine. I want to ask him about the prisoner exchange. Victor Boot for Brittany Griner. I had a hard time remembering her name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a huge fan of the WNBA. Her name just doesn't roll off my tongue. But uh, Jason will talk about those two things. And we want to talk about the anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. Bet you didn't know. 249 years ago today, December 16th, what would that be? 1773. 1773. The uh, colonists, mad, angry, didn't like King George. Taxation without representation. Taxation without representation. We, we went to war over that. We fought a revolutionary war over that. Do we have representation now that do we ever get taxed without representation? Technically, I guess you could say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, um, for instance, you people who had to stay in your houses during COVID. You didn't come into the city of Columbus, yet the city of Columbus taxed you for, quote unquote, working in the city of Columbus. Would but, that fall under the umbrella of taxation without representation? But those representatives that instituted that were elected by the people. Yeah, but there were judges who said they couldn't do that. So I'm just saying, it seems to me like there are times that we still suffer from that. I could be wrong because after all, I am a conservative and uh, we're never right about anything, I guess.